Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Man, the Tigers have some fun young hitters. Let's discuss on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5 on Thursday, August 17th. I am Frank Stanfield, joined by Chris Towers. And let's talk some waiver wire hitters. The Tigers, man, they look like they have this young nucleus of offensive talent Mm -hmm. with Riley Green, who had a monster home run on Wednesday. He's 80% rostered, so I don't think there's much there with him. Too low, though. Yeah, it should be 100%. You're right. Uh, Spencer Torkelson, two for five with a double dong. He's 72% rostered. And Kerry Carpenter went two for four with his 16th home run. Chris, let's talk about Spencer Torkelson. He's 72% mm-hmm. rostered, as I mentioned. Would you rather have him or Josh Bell? Because it feels like those are probably the two hottest first base pickups right now. That's really interesting that you asked that because they have very, very similar profiles. I think Torkelson... A little more power forward. Bell is a little bit more of like an OBP guy, but obviously he hits the ball really hard and can hit for power as well. But, you know, they're both guys who at the all-star break, their overall numbers looked pretty bad, but their underlying numbers, and especially in Torkelson's case, looked really, really good. And Torkelson has been a big win for believing in the, you know, quality of contact metrics and all that stuff because he's got an 823 OPS since the All-Star break, even with just a 235 batting average. He's cut the strikeout rate down in that time, right around 25%. That's a perfectly manageable number. I, I'm i going to go with Torkelson here. I, I do think Bell probably has a slightly better lineup, actually, in Miami, but I, I'm going to give Torkelson the, the benefit of the doubt here. Very, very good quality of contact metrics, and he's starting to live up to them, so I'll, I'll go with him. Kerry Carpenter was the other name here. He's 51% rostered. Would you rather have him or Max Kepler, who returned from injury in late May, his last 66 games, he's batting 251 with 14 home runs and a 12% barrel rate. Would you rather have Kerry Carpenter or Max Kepler? I may be falling for something that I tell people to not do in fantasy a lot, which is don't worry about what a player has done in the past to disappoint you. Look at who they are right now with Max Kepler, because I do lean Kerry Carpenter, even though the the metrics and, and skill set based stats mostly suggest that they're very similar. So I'll just give the edge to the guy who's younger and the guy who hasn't failed us before, I think is the way to go with Kerry Carpenter. He's starting to play against lefties a little more often. That was the one thing holding him back. But I mean, 271 expected batting average, 495 expected slugging percentage, mostly backs up what he's done to date. So yeah, I'll give, uh, I'll give Kerry Carpenter the edge. Yeah. 
Um, let's go. Baby Tigers, baby. They're uh, they're getting it done right now. Let's rank three third base eligible hitters. Keep Brian Hayes in 13 games since returning from the IL is batting 314 with three home runs and a 95 mile per hour average exit velocity. Royce Lewis recently returned. He went three for four with his second stolen base. And Jake Berger went three for four with a double, two runs, and two RBI. In 14 games with the Marlins, he's batting 333 and looks like he is taking more of a contact-oriented approach, not striking out nearly as much as he did with the White Sox. Chris, how would you rank Hayes, Royce Lewis, and Jake Berger? I would go Lewis, Berger, and Hayes. I don't know if I'd buy the strikeout rate improvements for Berger, but he's a legitimate power hitter, so I don't worry too much about when that regresses, and I think it will. Um, Lewis, it's just... Like the underlying metrics for him aren't as great as, you know, certainly someone like Spencer Torkelson, who we talked about just now. But I just have a really a strong sense of faith in who Royce Lewis is as a hitter. I think he's a good contact hitter, despite, you know, a somewhat elevated strikeout rate so far. We're dealing with very small sample sizes when he's been, you know, coming back from the torn ACL and then had the oblique injury. So I don't put too much stock in that. I just. I don't know. This isn't the most sophisticated form of analysis. I just feel like Royce Lewis is a hitter. You know, like I just, I think he's just kind of, he's a very good hitter. He's got power. He's got bat to ball skills. And, you know, the strikeout rate being high right now, I'm not too concerned. Hayes, I'm going to keep chasing in drafts next season and and beyond because he hits the ball really hard, but he still has the problem where he hits the ball to center field and the opposite way too much. He doesn't hit the ball in the air often enough. And so, he just hasn't figured out a way to maximize what are really prodigious uh, physical tools. So it's a it's a situation where if Cabrian Hayes figures out how to put those tools into play more often, and maybe that's what we're seeing right now, but I, I need a bigger sample size. But I, I do believe there is still some un- potential to be unearthed here. All right, Chris, in 15 seconds or less, who would you rather have between Zach Geloff and Edouard Julian? Um, I think I just lean Geloff because of the playing time thing. Edward Julian still sits against lefties. He's still struggling against lefties overall. I, I really like the skill set, the on-base ability, the power. I think he might have better physical tools than Zach Geloff, but Geloff's playing every day and he's putting those the physical tools into action with you know good minor league numbers as well. So I'll go with Geloff. I don't know if that was 15 seconds. It might have been like 20. Yeah, that was more like uh, 25, but it's all right. We'll let you yeah. see. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Bye-bye.